listening to CPR. I'm the criminal. Rex? I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> and I am the, the lawgiver. I am Josh, and I am here to arrest Rex, uh, arrest his in, uh, intellect, his gigantic intellect, because it exceeds um, the pre-stated limits that we have already prescribed. Absolutely. Uh, that's what my intellect does. Mm-hmm. So Valentine's Day was uh, this past week. Um, by the time you're listening to this. It certainly was. And I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day from here at CPR. Rex and I wish you a um, moderately good Valentine's Day. If you are not, if you do not have a Valentine, CPR will be your Valentine. CPR will be your Valentine. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like that. We should put that on a t-shirt. We should do CPR Valentines and have those up go up on Valentine's Day. Ooh, we should. Come up with some ideas and I'll have those on Instagram for people. Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you do it. Or if you have some ideas, you listeners, readers, that you would like to share with us, we can put out some late CPR Valentines too. Yeah, right, in t- uh, right on time for uh, next year's, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that, Just so in time. Fun. Barely made it. If you have an interesting yet comical uh, Valentine's Day story that you'd like to share with us, make sure you send that in to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or... Or you can send them to us on social media at rexandjoshcpr on Instagram and Twitter. All right. So coming up later in the podcast, we have the Biden regime has been in office three weeks. Regime? Regime, (laughs) That's a little extreme. Regime is like... It's a fun word to say, so I wanted to kind of stick that, stick that in there somehow. Okay. Um, but what has he accomplished in the two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, uh, that he has been in office? Um, what are his uh, kind of shining prizes that he can kind of um, hold in his hand and say, look, I did this, guys. Um, we'll, we'll look at that. Right, Rex? Yes, we will. Okay. We're going to stare at it. Also, I, I believe... It was Abigail last week uh, sent in an awesome question about reality, and we answered it uh, fairly decently, but I wanted to kind of expand our answer and kind of... I am still satisfied with my answer that reality is the matrix, but... You would be, Rex. I would be. And everybody here at CPR, yes, all two of us, Mm -hmm. we love... Um, we love us some nice talk about the Flat Earth Society. So that is coming right up as well. But first, Rex had some interesting something that happened this week. Yes. Actually today. Um, why don't you tell us about that? Well, uh, considering it's the only thing that happened in my week that was interesting, we'll we'll go with that. Um, I, I got a speeding ticket today. Um, it was in a work zone, no, nice. no less. Um, now, I will say, in my defense, which will do nothing to bolster Josh's confidence in my driving, which he has said before is, quote, terrifying, terrible, awful, and many other negative words. I believe um, the term I used was moderately disconcerting. I, I think it was a little bit stronger of a term than that. Um, <laughs> but... I, I was one of four people going as fast as I was. Um, and how fast was this, Rex? The ticket was 44 in a 35, so not too far over the speed limit. But the officer was really nice, and he was like, okay, I, I'm not going to go crazy or anything, so I don't even have to go into court or anything. I can just pay the fine over the internet. Ooh. Technology, Josh. Wow. So um, 
I'm kind of disappointed that Rex didn't have to uh, spend a night in the pokey. Uh, and I, I could have uh, come and visited him. Josh, you can incarcerate me anytime. All right, I'll. Um, it does say, um, I think on the ticket, there's somewhere for like arresting officer or something like that. So I was arrested. We can huh. now put that on my resume. <laughs> well, Rex now has a criminal record. That's pretty yeah. cool. Is this, is this your first ticket? Uh, it's my first ticket. It's not my first time being pulled over. Um, but yeah. Huh, okay. Well. Rex will stop speeding for the next few days until he gets his courage back up to hit the roads or at full speed. at least as long as people will stop riding my tail through work zones. Oh, I will. yes. It was it was the people riding your tail. That was their fault, right, Rex? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So um, this past week, I also had a first. Um, so I had my first real job interview. <sighs> and Josh isn't a criminal like me. Yeah, it was it was really terrifying. Uh, yeah. So I I got the job. So I want to put that Woo! out there. But um, so I, I go in and into the office, and the um, the head guy is interviewing me, and then one of uh, his uh, assistants, uh, and he's like, um, oh, is this your first interview? And I'm like, yeah, this is my first job interview. Of course, I've had college interviews yeah. before, but first job interview and he's like oh well we'll be sure to make this one one you remember wow that kind of does a little so encouraging evil cackle there <laughs> <laughs> like a maniacal laughter in the background yeah it, it was it was it was i was comfortable up until that point and then i was wow. just terrified but um it went well it, they were really nice people and it was it was not um it, you know, an interview kind of has the stigma of, oh, you mess it up, you lose the job. It was kind of... Uh, Are you saying you messed up the interview and still got the job? <laughs> Did I say that, Rex? No, I don't you implied I said, it, Josh. Hmm, well, we'll leave that to audiences and discretion whether or not I messed up the interview. But If, if you are good at writing stories, please write uh, what you think Josh's interview was like and email it to us. We would love to read that Ooh, out on the podcast. I, I like this, Rex. Yeah. yeah give us uh, just lay it on thick all of the details exactly how you think the interview went josh has given you some starting details to work with we know he got the job and we know there was a evil laugh somewhere in there so like work with that interesting um so by the way i'm working as a assistant golf coach um so it's it's not like the the evil laugh and the job could like go down dangerous roads. Yeah, it's I'm, it's a legal job. I will put that out there. As evil as golf can get, that's the mm. limit. Um, also, this past week, uh, Valentine's Day left me feeling a bit nostalgic. So I was Ooh. remembering back when I was in say like fourth grade or something. This fourth was, grade. So I just want to put this out there. I am completely clueless. Still am, but even more so when I was in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So this this was this was kids church. Um basically my since I was homeschooled, my only interaction with the outside world, um, save a few of my homeschooled friends. Um so I um go about my business, you know, you have your friends, you uh play checkers with them at are they had checkers? Checkers? Yeah. Wow. At my kids' church, they had checkers. They had uh, like uh, what was that? Connect Four. Um, That's just sideways checkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was introduced to a certain girl um, uh, by my mother, and I was like, "Oh, okay, hi, I'm Josh." And turns mm-hmm. out we had the same birthday, and I was like, whoa, that's cool. That's cool. And never thought about it again until the next week, and then she decided to completely just like follow me around, like 
the whole week and then she was like play checkers with me i was like okay i mean it was like okay i have a friend to play checkers with but then i was like oh i want to go over here and play video games and she's like no and then she's like grabs my ear by the earlobe and like pinches it and drags me back over the, to the checkerboard that's not like a, a movie trope people actually do that apparently <laughs> um it it hurt too she was it wasn't just like a, a little a little tug it was it was it was a tight pinch she she had me completely completely in her her clutches there <laughs> um but it, it was it was really it was scary but um after the next week uh, i went up for like prayer or something and she followed me up there too and i was like look i don't want you following me around anymore and then i like she was like oh she started to cry and she was like okay and she went back to her seat wow making people cry and then i like immediately i felt really bad and i went and tried to apologize but she would have none of it and i don't (sighs) think she ever spoke to me again Um, wow so i am yeah clueless i didn't realize that she liked me until like i thought about it about five years later or something i was like oh see clueless clueless yep rex do you have a story like that or anything no i no. don't mm. I, I i've always been a, a ladies man josh so I, I i understand the workings of no that's not true <laughs> <laughs> i i am if possible more clueless than josh i don't think that is possible it's it, i am if nothing else i am the movie clueless which i have not seen i just know that it exists so there's like a pinnacle of cluelessness and i am like in in the clouds above it josh and i are like sitting side by side on the peak of this cluelessness mountain just meditating yeah all alone Um, fog filling our minds (laughs) increasing the cluelessness anyway (laughs) uh so i went to kind of think about while everyone's like oh biden you turn on the mainstream uh, uh media and no i don't Oh, never. <laughs> well, smart people do not. But um, you turn on uh, the news stations and you're like, oh, my goodness, Biden is the best president ever. He's a, a solved cancer, basically a solved climate change. The coronavirus is ending, um, even though it's not. Uh, but you, you hear all these great things about what Biden's doing. And then you ask yourself, well, what actually is he doing? And um so let's let's kind of think about this, Rex. Um, in his, in his first week, Biden signed uh, twenty two executive orders, which is a lot. Like Trump did for Obama, did like five, which was considered a lot. Uh, to date, I believe the latest count uh, was in the fifties or so, but it probably it will skyrocket. Um, Wasn't didn't Roosevelt sign like three hundred or whatever? One uh, of the Roosevelts. Uh, Yes, FDR uh, signed a lot of executive orders, but at the rate um, good old Uncle Joe is going, uh, he's going to smash some records, Um, Mm. which is scary. Look out, Guinness. We've got a president coming for you. (laughs) Um, So... What what has what has Biden done with these uh, uh. with these ex- executive orders? Well, he's he's unfortunately he's killed jobs. He hasn't created any jobs. He's killed jobs because he there he's taken out all of uh, a lot of oil jobs, which a lot of the people that's their livelihood. Like I heard a story about a guy he just bought a new car because he was making uh, some really good uh, money working as an oil mm-hmm. uh, uh, oil worker. And uh, he now he's stuck with no job, 
and a big car loan that he he can't pay because Biden on a whim signed a piece of paper that says he can't do his job anymore. How hmm. how is that right? It's not. It's um and it's it's based on this uh this the oh we're sacrificing for the climate. Um, but the the people may, signing the papers, signing the executive orders, the laws that uh, supposedly help the climate. By the way, they all have private jets and fly around the world, um, releasing more carbon than the rest of us. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, so it talks about unity. It kills 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 job. Um, he's he's um, undoing a lot of Trump successes, like when you come to immigration. He's he's saying, oh, you 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 can't detain people at the border. You just have to let them in. I just threw my pencil, um, mm. accidentally. But the it, pencil that you use to write absolutely nothing, <laughs> just flinging it around the room. I, I, I have it in my hand, and it, it, it makes me feel important. So it's <laughs> it's my importance pencil. At one point, Josh is just gonna like chuck a pencil, and it's gonna stick in my shoulder or something. And we're gonna have to go to the emergency room. He'll need CPR. <laughs> Um, but immigration, just letting whoever it is um, come into the border, whether that are just normal people or whether they're criminals, they can't discriminate because they don't know. They're just like, oh, <laughs> you just you just let everybody in. They, they'll even let me in to the border, which is a scary. <laughs> I thought. know, right? But you you kind of have to ask yourself, what is the point of all of open ended immigration? Because it's surely it's not because they do it under the the guise of oh being human and um, being compassionate to other people's problems, but that that is that is not the reason. That is not the reason behind it. Uh, what is the reason you ask, Rex? I don't ask, but answer it anyway. Okay. Um, well, the thing is, um, immigrants vote uh, predominantly Democrat, hmm. and because and. I'm not talking about just everyday immigrants. I'm talking about illegal immigrants, um, which illegal immigrants voting at all should should um, not should not be happening because you need to be a citizen to vote. But anyway, they do. They end. They find loopholes and they vote. And the the reason is to change the dynamic of America. Um, just 30 years ago, it's a really weird thought. California was a Republican state. It went for um, Reagan and it went for Bush. Hmm. And now we can't even think about a Republican winning California. Why? Why? Because they went, they thought about this and they're like, we can't have, uh, Reagan won 48 states. We can't have this huge sweep again of victory. So they go in and they change election laws. They change immigration laws to allow more of, of their voters in illegally I might add, and it's 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 just really kind of a, a scary thought. Also, Biden is talking about um, he hasn't done this yet, but he's talking about raising the minimum wage. And I wanted to get Rex's take on this because I know he's kind of passionate about the minimum wage, raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars. What do you think about like what would that do to our economy? Um, crazy, crazy things. First of all, I would just like to say that I think uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's term as uh, a governor of California, uh, as a Republican, was probably the downfall of the Republican Party in um, <laughs> California. <laughs> um, but other, um, in terms of the minimum wage, so fifteen dollars. Let Let's look at fifteen dollars as a, a raise because that's the one that a lot of people looked at. 
I, I really think that this is a more uh, obviously i i'm not in support of a minimum wage and I, I think a lot of people think that sounds really terrible um but like i i'm not saying people should be underpaid for their work either uh, obviously i i've got there, there are debates over things like white privilege and things like that but i i do think that i have a lot of privilege i've grown up in a white middle class family and haven't had as many struggles as a lot of other people have i think i've gotten pretty lucky i would say in where and when i was born uh and the family i was born to and all that but i've never worked a minimum wage job not everybody has that option and i think i consider myself lucky but i don't think having a minimum wage helps anything i think it in fact makes it worse because companies aren't able to work out things that are mutually beneficial and so it uh, causes more problems than anything i think really the only problem that would come with not having a minimum wage is comes from the fact that we live in a fallen world and people are jerks sometimes. And so there are gonna be people out there that won't give their workers a fair wage. And so that's why I think we're probably gonna need one for the foreseeable future because despite that fact, people are just mean. But I don't think raising it is really gonna help anything because what's what that's gonna do is it's going to do what it's done in every other state that's raised the minimum wage is drive up the cost of goods. So when you're making $15 an hour, like the minimum wages in California, that's why milk costs like $5 a gallon and gas costs like $6 a gallon or whatever. I don't actually know those figures exactly, but I know that it drives up prices like crazy. So there are a lot of problems that come with increasing the minimum wage and devaluing money. It's like localized inflation in a lot of ways. But I also think that there's a lot of problems that come with not having a minimum wage because there is a limit where it gets ridiculous. I know there are some people like I worked uh, for a restaurant. Sorry, this is getting tangenty. But uh, when I worked and had my restaurant job, the the servers, there's not a minimum wage for them because they make tips. So I think the minimum wage, well, it there is one, but it's like two fifteen an hour. So there was um, one of my coworkers. She made four dollars uh, in two hours because there was a, it was just a slow day, and so she made four dollars, and that's not oh, wow. enough to live off of. And then I think she made like a $10 tip the next hour. So that's like $12 the next hour. And then 30% of that is taxed. And so it's like the minimum wage does a lot of things to hurt, but getting rid of it completely, at least because of the fallen world we live in, and it, it causes problems. I, like I said, I've never worked a minimum wage job and I consider myself lucky to be in that position. What... I currently make $15 an hour. So if I think if everybody was where I was at, that'd probably be really great for a lot of people. But I don't know that that's the solution to a lot of the problems that exist. And Sorry, that was long. That's okay. But the, the thing is that it's not really uh, raising people's quality of life. Mm -hmm. It's just artificially uh, raising their wage. And I use the term artificially because, like Rex said, it it drives up the prices of goods. People will not be able to hire as many people. Unemployment is going to go up. And um, also, think about this, sales tax and income tax also will go up because it puts people maybe in a higher bracket or um, 
just more money will flow to the government, which I think is kind of the main thought there. Um, but uh, but the prices of goods, like what you say, California, it's crazy expensive to live there. Hawaii and, is even worse, and that's because of tourism as well, but it's ridiculous. And, and people are leaving by the droves. They want to get out because uh, the policies are so bad. And that's what um, the left is trying to do to America. They're trying to make California the norm for all of America. Not that states can choose what their minimum wage would be, which is what it is now, but they want to supersede the state's uh, jurisdiction and just say, hey, I think that this would be better, therefore it is. So that's, that's just kind of kind of a, a scary thing. About the Capitol riot, I just wanted to put this out there. You still hear about it, and of course it, it, was, it was bad, but there's something that I did a little digging and there's something with a little shovel. He mm-hmm. doesn't use a normal one. With actually the pencil that I'm holding right now. Oh wow! I dug with a pencil. That must have taken a long time. It did. Um, but I did a little uh, searching, and 2018, protesters stormed the Supreme Court building. Do you ever hear about that? And these were left wing. This was a left wing mob. No. You don't hear about that. No. It was. Um, Senator Elizabeth Warren, previous uh, presidential candidate, actually encouraged people to go, and she used stronger words than Trump did. Do we hear an impeachment hearing on her? No. Do we hear anything being said badly against her? No. The media actually um, applauded the riot. They said it was good for people to have their voices heard. Why is there this discrepancy? Because... I'd love to know more about it scale-wise and things like that. I'll have to look well, into that. Um, at least 300 people were arrested. I know that. Wow. That's um, a lot of people. I think it was like 302 or something like that. But um, 300 plus people were arrested. That and who who knows how many other people were there. I, I believe it was it was a large it was a large demonstration. And there were there were police like crazy. Mm-hmm. People got hurt. It wasn't it wasn't a good thing riots um across the board are bad but i just want to point out the discrepancy that you don't hear about the left-wing riots and we already know that with things that happened over the summer but just across the board you don't hear about it why because the media is biased why is a good letter it is a good letter okay um i want do you have anything else to add no no Okay. Um, I want to kind of turn our attention to this question that Abigail posed last week. Thank you so much for the question, Abigail. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep sending them in. Yes. Remember, send questions into rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or, or at rexandjoshcpr on social medias. That is a good place to send them. Place. All right. So... Um, what is reality? In culture today, we hear this 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 big lie that truth is subjective, that reality is subjective to whatever um, a person sees it as, um, which is we term that postmodernism. Um, that truth is relative, and it's 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 different for Rex than it would be for me. And a lot of this stems from the fact that we believe different things as a society, which is fine. It's fine for people to have different beliefs, mm-hmm. but a lot of those beliefs, um, everybody thinks that uh, perceives reality in a different way. Now, just because you perceive reality in a different way, that has translated to the fact that reality 
is different for each person, mm-hmm. which is different. So I want to say, um, let me think of a good analogy. Um, so say you have a, a prism or something. So there's one half of a prism that you can see and one half that you don't see. So Rex sees a white light going into the prism, and that's all he sees. He doesn't see what reflects out of it. But I, it's see-through, so how would I not see? Rex, go with me. <laughs> okay. Um, but I see like a rainbow of colors coming out. So it's out. an opaque tr- prism. Sure. That's not how that works. <laughs> no, it's not opaque. It's just, You know what a prism is. But I could see through it if it... There's like a wall or something that you can't see. Bear with me here. Sure. There's a rainbow <laughs> that I see. And I say, well, the light is rainbow. And Rex says, no, the white, the light is white. Um, we perceive it we're, and we assume that on the other side, maybe, that our, our way is the same. Uh, Rex perceives that a white light shines out the other side of the prism. But the um, I hope I'm making sense here that uh, truth is is not subjective because we see different things but that doesn't mean that um reality that on the other side of the prism there's Mm -hmm. something else it's like that thing that was on social it was it was like that um thing on social media uh or there there were multiple things like this there was like the dress in 2015 and there was the laurel yanny thing with the that certain sound effect and there are all of the these things that go viral on social media because like with the dress some people were saying it was white and gold and other people were saying it was blue and black and all of that came from how people saw the colors relative to other things depending on the brightness of your screen it would look different depending on the colors around you it would look different because that's how perception works for the laurel yanny thing it was based on the frequencies in the audio some people with hearing loss might hear it one way and other people would hear it another way it's based on your perspective whether it's the colors you're seeing or the frequencies you're able to hear you might see something in a little bit different of a way and it may seem even completely opposite to you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is. And there's a part of this which is really hard because we believe wholeheartedly what we believe. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is, this is the way, right? This um, is the way. <laughs> um, but we kind of forget sometimes that we can be wrong, but I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, I'm. I personally am wrong because I'm right all the time, right, uh, Rex? Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's sometimes when uh, Rex thinks he's completely right when he's wrong. <laughs> I'm never right. We all know this. It's oh, a hard okay. fact. But um, I believe the the point is here to not when you're having conversations with people or disagreements. It's not to bring people's worldview. The point is not to bring people's worldview into line with your own, but it is to bring people's worldview into line with truth which is the bible mm-hmm. to the christians to um to reality as god sees it because reality as god sees it is how reality actually is so it's to um bring people's uh, worldview in line with god's mm-hmm. and just as always when we talk about apologetics topics i want to also remind you all that you can do this in a kind and loving way without bashing people over the head. You don't have to be rude or... Like I just was to Rex? No, you weren't rude to me. You spoke only truth. And <laughs> it was in a perfectly acceptable manner to me. 
That was really well said, Rex. Well said indeed. So I wanted to kind of turn our attention to something that was that's really interesting. And this this viewpoint is more prolific than you might at first realize. Mm-hmm. So the Flat Earth Society. <sighs> the um, Flat Earth Society. Gotta love the Flat Earth Society. Bunch of people who believe the Earth is a triangle? Mm-hmm. No. Um and there's a lot of different earth shapes that people have been proposed that have proposed but the flat earth society seems to be the most persistent over the years yeah um there's of course it's on the back of a turtle right is or am i thinking of something else there there's like the turtle theory there's like the one that's thinks it, that says it's donut shaped um there's the one that there was like a crazy Nazi scientist that thought the earth was inside out. And so they could shoot a giant cannon to America by pointing it straight up. Did he and, die? Um, I mean, yeah, he lived like 80 years ago. Oh, I was just um, wondering if he shot a, a miss- missile straight up and it just came back. On oh, his, no, on I don't think head. they ever got to the point of testing it. But like oh, okay. they, they thought the earth was inside out. And so all the stars and stuff were in the middle of the ball. And then you just shot something <laughs> just over. And it have was... a navigational sensor. Oh, sorry, there's Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Yes. Um, but uh, OK, so it's, it's just really something interesting to think about. Yeah. And um there are a lot of people that, that say the Bible says the earth is flat, which is, is so not true. Um, people reference uh, Revelation uh, chapter 7. It says uh, when it says the four current, uh, corners of the earth, um, which is if you look at Revelation in any sort of detail, you mm-hmm. know that Revelation is has a lot of metaphors in it, yeah. a lot of similes, a lot of figures of speech. This obviously falls in that category yeah. they're not talking about a sheet of the world that's that's not what's and going even on even when when you think of a flat earth do you really think of a square with corners or do you think of a disc you <laughs> think of the disc nobody's dumb enough to think it's a map <laughs> but um, except some people apparently yeah well there there are those out there <laughs> um but you, so that that um and there are verses in the bible that you can look up that it, imply that the the earth is actually round mm-hmm. and instead of square all the um, ones that say the earth is flat oh all the supposed bible verses that claim that are all in poetry um and it just says oh the four cor- corners of the earth meaning everywhere in in the earth i mean yeah. it's and that's why poets aren't scientists except for the ones that are it's it's like jesus to the ends uh sending his uh followers to the ends of the earth that's just saying going go everywhere right mm-hmm. um like if i say rex go to the ends of the earth what does that mean uh I don't know. Get I away pro- now. Got it. So I would just go as far away from Josh as I can, mm. opposite side of the planet, and then we would both get a slice of bread and make an earth sandwich. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Is People that- have done it. They actually have a website that will allow you to plot out where you are and find somebody on the other side that can help you do it. Nice. We should do that sometime. Get our partners in, where would that be, like China or would that be? I think directly from where we are is the ocean. Um, oh, bummer. Which is kind of tricky because the world is 70% water, so you have to be in a specific place. Hmm. But I'm not sure. Maybe in China. That would be a soggy, soggy sandwich. <laughs> um, but um, Flat Earth, let's, let's kind of explore this what everything because people say it's a government conspiracy that the earth is round because the whole reason is that they didn't want to have to spend all the money on space exploration so looks pretty flat to me um so everything was uh fabricated from space all the moon landing and everything um 
And also, uh, so, and then there was a guy who went up in a rocket recently, a flat earther guy that was going to prove that the earth was flat. Um, he wow. didn't make it back, uh, cause he made, they killed him. No, uh, he oh. uh, made the rocket in his garage and it was not NASA worthy. Oh, so well, he made calculations based off of a flat earth instead of a round one. And he probably made his rocket out of cardboard too. But like, what what happens when you sail to the end of the Earth? Because people say, um, "Oh, the North Pole is the center, and then uh, Antarctica is an ice barrier around the edge." Um, Josh, 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 Josh. No. <laughs> the North Pole is in the Arctic. Antarctica's on the bottom. I said Antarctica. You, Didn't I? You you said North Pole and Antarctica. Uh huh. So Antarctica has the South Pole. I know the North Pole is in the center of the disc, and then Antarctica oh. is the rim around the outside. Oh, I I I was talking actual Earth. Got it. <laughs> I was I, I'm talking flat Earth. But like, what happens when you climb the ice wall? Do you just kind of like uh, parade and off the off the other side fall into eternity? Like, what do you? Can you breathe? No, gravity. The gravity still works the same. You just kind of slide inward. Oh. But, like, how would gravity work? Like, wouldn't you, like, if you're on the edge, wouldn't you slide towards the center? Or am I just a, a high school physics student that doesn't know what he's talking about? Like, um, Both. Okay. <laughs> but just play with me here, Rex. We, we take a ship to Antarctica. Yes, um, and as then you there, do. And there's an ice wall built by the government. Um, I would hang out with the penguins before we did any exploring. But, but. Um, what happens when we climb to the top of the ice wall and peer over the edge? What do, what do we do in that moment? Do we jump? See, the, I, I'm imagining the edge is perfectly smooth, being machine cut as it was mm -hmm. uh, by the government. So I think if we walked, we would just be standing perpendicular to um, the wall and walk down perfectly flat. Uh because gravity still works. Wait, what if... So it would be pulling us inward toward the center of the Earth. Hmm, but what if there's another world on the other side of our flat Earth? Like <gasps> Canada. That's where it's been this whole time. I wondered where Canada was. It's just on the other side of the Earth. That's where all the maple syrup comes from. They have it imported through the... What if there's like a drill through the center? You can just like... It's to, to communicate. That's how they import maple leaves and moose yeah because i don't have a maple tree in my neighborhood nope okay what? syrup and meeson and um Mies leaves are all imported from the other side of the disc hmm. all right so if you have any and canadians that's have, where they come from yep yep all those all the canadians uh which we have listeners in canada actually one, wow one. on the other side of the disc josh whoa so <laughs> if you have any other theories about the flat earth um or if you've been to the other side canadian listeners yes. please tell us more on the other side wow um yeah Send in uh, statements or questions about Flat Earth to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or... Or at rexandjoshcpr on social media. Yeah, yep. All right. Do we have any... We don't have any questions this week, do we, Rex? We do not, which means it's on you guys. You got to send in questions. Yep, if send you need in those questions. Anything. Questions, comments, concerns. If you need advice about what you should do at school or how you should do your hair 
or, or how to convince like people that the earth is flat yes any of those we will help you just send in if you have some comments about the way josh and i talk and how amazing and soothing it is send those in anything you would like to share with us or ask us if you've got those stories about how josh's interview went i want to know josh hasn't even told me other than what you guys have heard mm. so send them in it's a secret we give you we we bombard you guys with these social media apps and the the email all the time throughout the episode because we need your help we're like uncle sam in the world wars yeah we need we want you, you. We, we need yes want is we're too we are more dedicated than uncle sam who wow. doesn't even exist that's yeah. how dedicated we are do we exist rex that's for you to find out and you can ask it on the next episode anyway thanks for listening <laughs> guys and have a great week have fun Bye. reality <laughs>